1: Hello everyone and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. My name is Raul, Angelic Messenger and author, and I am here joined once again by the beautiful, effervescent, uh, psychic to the multiverse, award-winning, six-generation psychic medium, Jacqueline Clothmore. Welcome.
0: Hello Raul and thank you for inviting me and hello to everyone watching.
1: And we're on a roll because Ash has been a guest on Jacqueline's program, Soulstar Radio. That you can see that on Facebook. Uh, it'll be on replay a little bit later on. Just go to Soulstar Radio, the Facebook page, and you will see us they chatting to some uh, people from London, from the U.S., and giving them some readings. And now Jacqueline is uh paying the favor back. To yes, be on and uh, light like the conversation, <laughs> and we are beautifully joined here once again by the the only female Pharaoh.
0: Yes, well, why not?
1: (laughs) I'm all for it because I love her and I think that she (laughs) brings a beautiful energy into everything that we do here in this particular um, environment. We are surrounded, you cannot see. Oh yes, you can. can Um, One butterfly there, but we have them all over the ceiling. The walls is quite amazing. Jacqueline, as you know, in enlightened conversations we tend to talk about different topics. The topic that I wanna to bring to your attention today, and I will give you my version, but I'll let you go for it because I know that you're gonna take it to where it needs to go. The buzzword at the moment. Everybody's talking about it. Ascension. So Ascendlet Yeah, so I'll leave that with you and then I'll give you the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right of
0: the heavens. Two amigas. Yeah. si casa su casa. yeah. Mm. Kind of frightening. Um Oh, dear gosh, I could speak forever, but I just sometimes get mind blown. Uh, You you know, I've been around in this field uh, publicly, professionally since
1: 1995. Uh, (laughs)
0: You do the math. (laughs) Yeah, and that's a long time ago, and it's been exciting, and I'm always humbled uh, by the different things that go on here, but um, sometimes I'm just plain old mind blown and speechless, and, you know, I remember the days back, even in the 90s, I remember the world is going to end man to yk Yeah! And, you know, there's like these, there's like this mothership behind mm. the dark side of the moon, mm. and it's just waiting for us, and my rank and serial number <laughs> on that ship is blah 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 blah, and I'm like, eh, uh, okay, look, you know, I sometimes speak mm. to locturians, and, you know, mm. we don't really speak so much as brr, uh, but this is weird, even for me. Mm. And, you know, and about that time I was hearing about breath areas. Yes. Uh, I, I don't eat rawl. Mm. I breathe the sustenance into the multiverse, mm. multiplex of my solar plexi, mm. which mm. is a multi- multiverse and pluralistic yes. version of mm-hmm. solar plexus. Uh, not really, but, mm. you know, it's that ridiculous. And um I was actually being um, relayed a story of, of one of my friends back then, uh, the next door neighbour, actually, we were living on what was a super highway for the goats. It was sort of like a ley line between our houses. It was kind of weird. You know, we had <laughs> we had traffic, like, you know, oh. Anyway, so <laughs> we would have these funny chats and she'd go, and then I went to a Reiki workshop, but it was really great except that the teacher said that she was a breatharian and not a <laughs> master. And, you know, and she said she doesn't have to eat anything at all. And then we caught her going, blah, 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 uh, eating all this stuff uh, in the closet. And we said, what are you doing? And she goes, this is an offering for the ascended masters uh, and I'm not actually I don't need the sustenance but this is my way of giving an offering this this food is not going to me it is going to the ascended masters as a gift and sacrifice because I don't actually eat anything and I'm thought
1: remember sorry to, <sighs> to uh, cut you off but I, it just came to me remember little britain <laughs> the sketch when she was doing a weight <laughs> losses weight watches uh. and she was saying People, you need to eat dust.
0: Yeah, <laughs> dust.
1: <laughs> and then she will go that's under the fibre
0: desk. in that.
1: <laughs> she will go under the desk and eat and come up with chocolate all And <laughs> I thought <laughs> um, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, look, Ascension, look, I do believe that we evolve spiritually and it's great stuff and all this sort of thing. Um, but I call BS on all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just sort of think, look, you know what? You don't need to call yourself this way up here thing we're all you know
1: we're traveling (laughs) same
0: level we're traveling we're all perfectly imperfect and we're seeking perfection perhaps some of us and some of us may think we're already there uh and in so doing might have forgotten everything who knows but um, maybe they really are perfect i mean who am i to To, to you know i mean a a real um self-mastered person isn't going to go i'm self-mastered there are no answers they're actually going to go Mm, okay. What's my next question? What's my next question? And if you come along and say, I know everything there is to know, mm. and you say that to a self-minded person, they're going to go, Okay, run away with that. Here's the microphone. She's uh, going to let you speak. Uh, or they might just decide that they actually want to go and eat something, mm. as against the breatharians. Uh, nothing against breatharians, but hello uh so you yeah, know i think the thing is if you keep it real then you can ascend uh spiritually but just yeah. remember to keep the feet on the ground
1: yeah and gravity and on that point i i was remembering another movie <laughs> i was remembering the movie Notting hill when um the character was being a um, matchmaker, by friends and he was meeting all these women at a dinner table and one of them saying I'm a fruitarian, and he goes, what does it mean? I only eat fruit that it fell from the tree. Uh, That carrot that you're eating has been murdered. And that sort of thing that it's, okay, let's live down here, let's live in reality. Hi, Maria. Um, Let's understand that uh, we are souls living a human experience. And to me, when somebody throws that word ascension around, the first thing that comes to mind is <laughs> the word W, um, which I'm not gonna spell it out.
0: I think a fairy floss
1: myself. Yeah, okay, mm. uh, yeah, fluffy. <laughs> and, uh, and the idea is, and I love like fairy floss, and I think a fairy floss is actually magical. <laughs> Isn't it? Don't tell me that comes from a machine, no. it's magical. It's... <laughs> I can see it and it's magical. However, I, I still have the reasoning, don't get confused. Um, but what I talk about the ascension to me is truly about sharing. Let's share my experience. Let's share your experience. Let's walk together in our pathway for as long as we need to walk together. And when we need to go in separate ways, let's go but in, in a peaceful way mm. without having to be upset because something is actually ending. And it's not truly ending. We're actually going to meet other people that we yep. need to meet. And that's true ascension. Mm. And you were saying, feet on the ground. The other day I was at Federation Square and I found what uh, is called the nook across from the Ian Porter Center and it's a room like this where people go and you put you have books and you can share books take a book bring a book and I thought ah, brilliant I'm gonna bring my books and leave them there for people to read and share and you sit there and people come in they smile but there's no noise They sit there, they wanna relax. I saw a lady meditating, and then there was somebody else just grabbing a book and reading, or somebody on the phone, whatever you need to do, that little nook, that little space in a city that is oh, so busy. And then I thought, okay, enough of the nook, I need to go to <laughs> Botanical Gardens. <laughs> and I put a picture on Facebook saying "Grounding" because mm. I sat under a beautiful oak tree feet barefoot on the grass and connecting with mother nature because you know what mother nature we give a manure and it gives us flowers Yes So you know what (laughs) feed on the ground and send the rubbish down
0: If it's yellow, let it mellow. If Mm. if it's brown, flush it down Down.
1: And that's what I was doing through my feet, flushing it all down that's it. Because mother nature is so generous that it will take it and it will transmute it. How do I hear you asking? Well, let me tell you, have you heard of oxygen? And it's a really good thing because you know what? That's what trees actually give us. Mm -hmm. They actually transmute the carbon dioxide that we're expelling (laughs) into beautiful oxygen. So get out there, people. That's true ascension. And I'm not asking you if that's not what you feel like, hugging trees. If you're not a tree hugger, not an issue. But if you are, go for it. But simply just connecting. That's when true ascension, in my opinion, actually takes place. Mm. It's not about trying to be an ascended master. Because if you were one of those, <laughs> you and I wouldn't be talking here.
0: No. No. We'd be called Gumby. That's what I like to call him. <laughs> uh, I've, got a, um, I've actually got a picture over behind role here mm. uh, of one of my, I call them friends. Mm. And um, he's actually a special dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... I sort of, my pet name for him is Gumby, mm. uh, because, and it's not a disrespectful no, thing no, no, no. at all, it's kind of, hey, a term of
1: endearment. how are
0: you going, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, um, you know, that. That's... I
1: get you, you get me.
0: Exactly, so, you know, and, and when we talk about ascension as well, and people go, oh, the tree of life, man, uh, yeah, it's got roots, <laughs> it goes into the ground, so as it's reaching up and ascending... You know, and woo, out we go. Uh, You can sort of reverse image. Mm -hmm. It's doing
1: that under the ground too. As above, so below. Exactly. And you mentioned in the tree of life, and I usually say to people, and look it up if you're watching this later on on replay, the true tree of life that we talk about, if you look at a placenta after a mother has given birth, you will see pictures and you can Google it. And when the placenta is actually being just spread on a table, you will see the tree of life. Yep. Because it's truly how the baby was actually being fed. Yep. Yes, through that membrane. Mm. And the root is that umbilical cord mm. that it was linked to mom. Mm. Yep. There you have it. That's the tree of life, people. You are. So why are we in such a hurry to get up there? When well, we're still down here.
0: Yeah, and that, that's where we came from. We're going back there. You know, why rush?
1: <laughs> and we chose to come back down here because there were lessons that we needed to learn. So you know what? If you are truly ascended, you will still down here for the period that you need to be and be as happy or as sad <laughs> as you want to be but go through the process.
0: Yep. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember when I was in my um, near death experience and I, I sort of um, I got over there and I said, "What on earth was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I went there to teach peace and love, like what did you throw me in the middle of?" And they went, well, how can you possibly teach what you have not had to find within yourself? And I went, oh, no. And it was, it was like massive realisation. And it's like, yeah, hitting you straight in the forehead, isn't it? Because it's like, hey, you know, and choosing to come back. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to take the hard knocks with the good stuff and I'm going to do the best I can with it. That to me is... Um, that choice to walk your journey and it's in that authenticity you can ascend is is to say, all right, well, this is my journey. I'm going to own this, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm going to do the very best I can, mm. uh, you know, walking that.
1: I, I remember, I, I understand exactly what you're saying because I remember being a young child and having an accident and Archangel Michael talking to me and saying, Raul, don't be frightened, Uh, my name is Michael, I'm going to bring a friend, Rafael, we're going to help you, and soon you're going to be able to walk and talk to your mom and tell her to take you to the doctors, and all that happened, and that was me truly allowing my soul to get in touch with them, Mm -hmm. and not putting any barriers, and thinking, okay, I'm going to listen, and I'm going to pay attention, but also I'm going to acknowledge that this is not the end, Yeah. it's only a stumble, Mm. and for me to actually hear them clearly as daylight, and to say, okay, fine, I'm going to be in touch with you, and I know throughout my life, many times I shut them off, Mm -hmm. and they're still there, and I know, they're still going, don't think that you shut us off, we're here, we're just letting you be, (laughs) because it's all about free will that we keep on talking about, but free will... Another little phrase yeah, <laughs> that we throw about. But it's about you realising that, okay, that's what you sign up to do. So you know what? If you sign up on the dotted line, make sure that you read the contract.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually... Um Trying to have a normal life. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um,
1: good luck with that one. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh,
0: And so I was about, I think I was 21, and I was walking along, and I'm walking past Safeway, now Cold War and boom, in in comes his voice. He's like, Jacqueline, you are on the wrong path. And I went, I'm on the footpath, that's Safeway. I'm going (laughs) to work. (laughs) This is not happening. I can't hear you. La, 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 la. And he says, I'm going to give you three warnings. And you have to get on this path. And I went,
1: "Mm -hmm." whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I got to my car, which the windows and doors were all sealed up, got in, sat down, like this. very sharp and I thought oh, I imagined that can you imagine me saying mm. I imagined that and so I sat down oh, again and as I'm getting out I got another one so there's a three so so and I'm getting out of the, I'm getting out of the car. Oh. Anyway, so I'm swinging the skirt around. And here's a European wasp. And I'm anaphylactic to European wasps. Way to go. And I'm like, getting my shoe and getting this thing off. And it's still going. It's still trying to get me. And anyway, it went on the ground. Uh, my shoe went back on. I'm like freaking out. And just then going, okay, i got to breathe. got to relax. Let's not freak out. Blood, oxygen. Uh, Locked the door. Turned around. till I'm going to squish this thing, aren't I? Gone. Couldn't find it. So I walk into the uh, chemist. I tell him what just happened. I said, look, I've just been stung on the butt by European wasp when I'm anaphylactic. And I said, I've got to go to work. What do I need to just get through my shift? Mm. He says, honey, you're not going anywhere.
1: Perhaps no, <laughs> <laughs> to a hospital.
0: <laughs> go to the doctor. I cross there right now and I'll be watching. <laughs> he go there. And I go, oh, okay. So I get to the doctor. <laughs> you have to have three days off. From work you're gonna be lying on your tummy (laughs) because you're not gonna be lying (laughs) on your backside that ain't happening and you're gonna need ice and (laughs) not the drug variety and uh, so so so, so he gave me this script i'd have one tablet three times a day and i had to have three days off and of course my boss was extremely happy about that uh not and so so here i was having three days off with three tablets a day and uh i said three
1: three three was following
0: you uh yeah and so i said all right i give up (laughs) i give up i'm agreeing to do this but i just need to work this last year Mm. and that was about the end of my management career at that point uh it was it was yeah back into getting onto this path again but (laughs) the more you try and suppress it the more it comes and gets you yeah, but
1: also uh, what you learned in your management career, there are skills oh, and yeah. there's knowledge that is actually transferable. Very. I used to be in hotels, I used to be an academic, and people say, and you do this now? Mm-hmm. Because everything that I learned fits, got me here. Fits
0: together. Good.
1: And it all makes sense. Mm. And I cannot really, and neither can you, go back to where we came from. No. We can only acknowledge where we came from.
0: <laughs> Frodo cannot go back to the Shire. No. Sam's happy there. Yeah, Frodo correct. is not. We yeah. are both Frodo. Different correct. versions of Frodo.
1: Yeah, and, and so are you. Mm. And you need to acknowledge that and you need to actually wear it like a badge of honor.
0: Yeah.
1: And being... Uncompromisingly, you, uniquely you, because then and only then you're going to be able to not only attract people that they will be part of your own little tribe but also people that they will show you things that you need to learn and that you're going to be having that exchange of anything what goes around comes around mm-hmm. and learn from them and when I'm talking and I usually say even when I was a university lecturer <laughs> which it was a title that it was given I couldn't do anything about it when people ask me what is it that you do Raoul my answer wasn't I'm a university lecturer although in my business card said that but I would say I help people learn exactly because when you put yourself in the helping situation you are part of the equation you are not standing up here and it, it, it's not believing your own tale, and we were talking about that before. Mm. Uh, acknowledging that perhaps you got a set of skills and knowledge different to somebody else, but so does the other person.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't make you any different, it doesn't make you any better. It puts you in a really good state to say, let's learn from one another.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And you came into my class because I got something to offer, but also you got something to offer in return. And it's when we break down that barrier at an educational level that we're going to be able to ascend, Mm -hmm. yes, as a community, as a society, as a Mm. world. Mm. Because in the meantime, what we keep on watching on television is people saying, look at me, I made it. Now I'm sitting on the big chair in the big office and I'm, telling the world what to do mm. and that's not the way to go the way to go is to say hey sure i need to be sitting here but let's just work on a common ground to achieve the result that we want for the generations that are coming behind us mm. and the generation that are coming behind us are actually saying no more enough is enough yep. listen to us because we've got something important to say to you and those little rainbow warriors are the ones that little by little they are actually Chipping away and stopping. And you were using a phrase that this young lady in America used. Uh, I call BS. Yep. That she delivered on that speech. And I thought, what about her message? She didn't want to be disrespectful, but also she wanted to be straightforward. Yeah. And she found her way to actually voice that. And there's nobody that's going to shut that voice. And mm-hmm. it's a soul speaking through a very young person, but really wise soul. Oh, absolutely. And we need to listen to them.
0: Mm. Like, we look at leadership and we look at leaders in the world and, um, you know, if you sort of think of a uh, presidential leader, for example, that at, at the end of going out of office says and these are the things that I did wrong and here's what I would have liked to have improved on, um, you know, uh, people would go, oh, he's weak or she's weak, but actually no, that's the strength of a leader is to admit your faults and go, whoa, you know, hey, uh, and actually that's precisely what George Washington did when he left office, mm. uh, you know, and so it's it's sort of a real turnaround for what we've got at the moment, uh, but that's the big contrast we've got out there at the moment is truth versus um and then the revolution that can be caused by that yeah. which is where these young people are going that's enough yeah. uh buster you yeah. know it's time to speak up it's time to yeah. call things as we see them yeah. and we're not going to sit here and just put up with the old program anymore no. uh, so that's why it's uh, really a good thing
1: but we're seeing it in um in government institutions here in australia and overseas we are seeing it in um institutionalized religion mm-hmm.
0: Hello. and at
1: the moment in Australia that's a contentious point. Yeah. We are seeing it in financial institutions and another contentious point at the moment here in Australia. I was coming to Jacqueline's today and every single telemachine machine <laughs> bank machine on the street all the way here machine out of order, out of order, out of order and people were going in and out of banks And at the moment, they see a royal commission about banks.
0: Because banks are out of order. Yes. And we sort of think about it as well. Pluto and Capricorn, which is uh, 2008, hello, GFC, right through to 2025, 2026, you know, rules, schools, banking, finance, greed, materialism, or... Cooperation, uh, the maturing of our society. Mm. Uh, And also, in that, you get the rebellion against, you know, really ridiculous rules. But you also get people thinking they're a bit above the rule of law. Mm. And then you get the people who are going to correct that. So it's really interesting the transactions that are going on around this. And we talk about, um, you know, the current thing with uh, the law courts around a uh, religious leader. uh, And that started, all of that stuff started coming out uh, when Pluto was in Sagittarius. Mm. And Pluto and Sagittarius. Sagittarius, well Sagittarius is international travel and you know right up until 1995 we had that and that was like a big change in international travel. We Mm. look at you know Death death by planes uh, in towers, but we also look at uh, religion. Uh, And also in uh, Sagittarius, we see the spirit of the law, but in Capricorn, we see the rule of law. And so Pluto challenges those things. So when we had uh, 2008 roll around, uh, you could just about tick, 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 boom, there. Uh, You could time this down using uh, that movement of Mm. the planets and go, oh, here we come, Uh, viva la revolution. And Mm. so we had Occupy Wall Street. We've had all of this sort of stuff. And we're really looking at our leaders and going, should we leave them in charge and at the wheel without any kind of checks and balances? Or do we need to say, hang on a minute, here's this rule, here's that rule. Are some of our rules ridiculous and needing to be peeled back and pared mm-hmm. back? And, and more about the community taking more action rather than expecting other people to do it for them. You can't be a participant in, de, in a democracy uh, unless you're actually participating. You can't be asleep at the wheel of democracy because that's how autocracies come in. Uh, and oligarchs and all this sort of thing. And so it's that, um, oh, I don't really want to vote, you know, uh, that's a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. And even the um, prohibition of certain people from uh, voting based on the fact of, you know, what's happened in their past or, you know, cultural sort of things, that's a very big problem mm. because, you know, you've got to watch those sorts of changes in society. Yes. And so when we're all spiritual people and we don't want to deal with any of that, mm. uh, hello, wanky wanky, uh, you know, time we're to We're part sort of, of a f- community. We are part of the community. We've got to be... Uh, Active participants, we've got to look at what the truth is and deal with that and, um, you know, be able to call that out because we do deserve the leaders that we elect.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And I think that particularly in Australia, um, we don't have that choice, if you wish, uh, for us it's compulsory to vote. And I think that is necessary in order to live up to the expectations of democracy. You need to participate.
0: There is a reason why one side of politics particularly wants votes to be non-compulsory. And that's because they know the other side of politics will actually go, oh, mm. you know, they can control yeah. it. Yeah, because then they can control it because their side will vote. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side, I don't know, should I vote? Oh, no. mm-hmm, yeah. oh, am I don't know, am I buying into this? Whereas if you're made to vote, uh, then everyone has to think about it. Yes. Uh, yes. Even if they don't think that they're, you know, like some people go, oh, look, it's all rigged anyway. Well,
1: <laughs> but you're still making a still choice. you still to make a choice. You're still making a choice and the they issue. And I'm not, I know that you are probably much better in this topic than I am, but I look at numerology with my limited knowledge. And when we talk about 2018, uh, summing up to a number 11, a master number, um, when I connect with my angels, they say to me, well, this is um, opening the, the floodgates or the gates to the dam and letting the BS all come yeah. out in one go. Oh, yeah. And suddenly, all of this is cropping up. It's like when you are a teenager and suddenly all the pimples are coming up on your face (laughs) and you need to purge that and you need to actually... It needs to come out Mm. and then it will actually get better. So I know that by the end of this year we're going to be in a much better place because it's like truly Spring cleaning, cleaning out your closet, things that you haven't worn for the last two years, give it to the salvos, give it to a charity. And that way you're passing it on to somebody that may be able to use that. Yeah. But here with all the rubbish, and, and it happens to both of us, people that we need to let go yep. because no longer we resonate with them and they don't resonate with us. Mm. And it's about what I was saying to you yesterday, the message I got was surrender. Yep. And surrender to your inner love and light. And live um, in truth, yes, to you. And speak not your truth, but speak the, the truth. truth. Oh gosh, yes. And that's one of the another catchphrase. Oh, you need to speak your truth. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Truth should be the same with you and me.
0: Mm.
1: Don't give me another version.
0: That's exactly right.
1: And that's what we're falling mm. behind because we think that we're spiritual by talking about. Oh, speak your truth. No, speak the truth. Mm. That's what is important because the truth is the same for all of us regardless of the level of education, government position, whatever you may be holding out there in the world, the truth is the truth.
0: And yeah, it's a little lies that take you further away from uh, your essence. And so the further someone goes with that, the further they get away from their soul. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, sometimes people talk about, oh, that person's a bit of a lost soul. Um, that can be a judgment, but it can actually be also that person's just step further and further away from that truth. Yeah. You know, and there is the truth there's not an alternative fact here Uh, you you can't you can't make that stuff up really Uh, but you know there's so much of that flooding our media at the moment and that's where some people go oh that's why I don't watch the media but I think it's important to watch watch that and go well this is what's out there what are you doing how are you participating in this are you making the decision not to make a decision which is still a decision by not participating because apathy is still a decision Mm. Uh, it's still a position to take Mm. Uh, you know that that we talk about ascension and, and here we we are talking about the in you know, the blood and guts of society stuff, you know, real structure stuff. You know, whereas ascension, it's, you know, it's force, it's it's energy. Very, uh, very, yeah, very ethereal, very and that's very ethereal. Uranian. But when we talk uh, form structure, that's Saturn, and that's uh, you know, that's a Capricorn stuff, uh, and Pluto, <laughs> Pluto's in Capricorn. Uh, so you know, to ascend, we also have to ground, and and this is another part of that grounding is is that truth which can set you free, uh, but it can also set you free of uh, oh, I don't want to see that and actually see it and go, oh, and then by finding the faults you can then deal with them and then you can also lift out through yeah. living more and more truthfully. Yeah.
1: The issue with ascension is as well that if we're truly going to ascend, yes, the first question when we're ascending is going to be, have you lived your life to your fullest? Yeah. Because otherwise, you know what, back you go. Um uh,
0: but can I have another colonic irrigation? <laughs> yeah. can that fix it? <laughs>
1: what if I detox my liver? Yeah, oh, that's it. Will that fix it? Yeah, liver detox. Yeah. And
0: liver? We talk,
1: yeah, we talk about um, media just for a moment then. And I'm all for watching and keeping an eye, but also be an educated media watcher. Yep. Don't believe everything that is being fed to you. Yep. Sometimes I may have a medical issue and I see... Uh, Dr. Google. No, no, on the news, (laughs) groundbreaking news. And I remember my my thesis supervisor at Melbourne University used to say, research does not break the ground. (laughs) (laughs) This groundbreaking research, it doesn't break the ground. It may be opening up new knowledge, but it doesn't break the ground. So when you see that, analyze, go, for example, they were talking about something medical that I was actually suffering from and I thought, okay, I'm going to pay attention and see. I could see that it was actually being sentient lies and they were making this huge hoo-ha but they mentioned that the information came from um, a research in a German university. So I went to the German university, have a look at the paper and read it and then I went to my doctor and I said, hey, I saw this on channel 7 but I've also went to the paper and she said to me, I've also read that paper. Yeah. So what the news were not saying is that the research about that medication, it was truly about 18,000 people big.
0: Yeah.
1: And it doesn't give you the breadth of the whole world population.
0: Yeah. And
1: the paper was acknowledging that, saying this is limited research, we're only starting. Yeah. But the news grabbed onto that oh, yeah. and make it humongous. People around the world are taking this medication and they're going to die. Well, no, they're not going to. Some people may have some adverse side effects, but the study only showed 18,000 people out of a 7 billion population. Mm. And that's when we need to be, and when I talk about education, I'm not talking about you having a degree. I'm talking about you being an educator yourself, Mm. finding out. Go Google, but find out where did that information that they were talking on the news came from? and then go further.
0: I always go to the sources myself. It's so important because that's where you find out the real facts Uh, and so what, yeah, the news can often, they slant the agenda. They've been doing this since the media existed. You know, you look back at the 1930s and you go through some of the (laughs) European newspapers back then, it's kind of frightening Mm. uh, as to what was permissible and blown up uh, and how that feeds a population uh, if the population is not discerning. Mm. And so that's why, you know, I mean, sometimes I'll, I, I remember on, on even like Facebook, I would get, um, I would write something and I'd use a word, you know, slightly big word. And, um, oh, Jacqueline, what does that word mean? And I'm thinking, copy, paste, Google. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you got the world's biggest computer here. Stop sending me cat pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the cat pictures are great, by the way, but if you need to know what a clip pop- uh and, you know, all these other words and demagogue. Uh, you know, you probably just need to Google that. And... <laughs> You know, because that's where you're going to find it. You, and, and you can find it, like even the dictionary, you know, a really good resource. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so uh,
1: Good old dictionary. Good
0: old dictionary. It's very underrated these days. I used mm. to carry one around with me yeah. all the time. Correct. Uh, you know, for good reasons, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to expand that vocabulary. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, never stop learning if you just nah. open yourself to that. It's nah. so important.
1: But also there's the the other slant, and and I'm just going to share a story with you and with with our listeners. I was on a train the other day um, from the city of Melbourne going upwards into the northern suburbs. And I was in one of those seats for four that you're facing, two people. (laughs) And three students sat with me, um, school uniforms from a prominent private school in Melbourne, and they started talking, you know, teenage talk and... I, and you can hear that and you can think, well, yeah, I used to be one of them and mm. you think that you know it all and you don't really know much. <laughs> Across the aisle, there were two gentlemen that I will describe, and I'm passing a judgment here, and we all judge because mm. you say the day is good, the day is bad, so you're judging. So the gentlemen were a little bit disheveled. They looked like they haven't had a bath for a long time. They looked like they were high on whatever they were high yeah. on. And that's their journey. And I judged that and I thought, yeah, but that's their journey. And one of them was wearing um, a windcheater cheetah that it actually said, Oxford University. So it became like truly an oxymoron. You look like that, yeah. but you have that wing cheetah of Oxford University. And one of the students sitting next to me, uh, kind of like mentioned that to the other two, and they look and they giggle like little girls and they were boys. And I just thought, okay, I'll let you have it because you will learn something along the line but this other young guy next to me took his phone out and very um what he thought that it was discreet started taking pictures of the man looking the way he looked with the oxford university windcheater. cheetah and i've actually just tapped him on the shoulder and i said I, have you taken enough pictures of the gentleman and he looked at me and i said you know what i get the oxymoron of why you're taking that picture and by the way if you don't know what an oxymoron is look it up yes and um, because obviously you go to a private school but by the same token you're not helping
0: Yep.
1: because one thing that i will say to you and look this one up is compassion Yep. and i left it there because i didn't want to create a situation where this young kid will upset that gentleman and I don't know what reaction he was going to have. We're on a train. Yep. We cannot get out. That's right. But, by the same token, I couldn't allow this young person to be just taking pictures of somebody that firstly is illegal.
0: Without permission, yeah.
1: And secondly, you are doing it out of, later on, showing it to somebody saying, look at this.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's, that not was going the, to be on
0: social media.
1: Correct, and that's not the energy. No. And the other two realized that I was polite but I was dead serious. Yep. And they just quieted down. they shut up, and I could see him. I didn't tell him, but I could see he deleted him it. deleting the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Because he got the message. Oh yeah. Hmm. And Although we talk about the new generation coming forward and being really uh, responsible and taking social justice to a next level, they're still There's going to be the matter. ones. Mm-hmm. And believe me, these kids were actually from a private school. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the parents are sending them their paying minimum $10,000 a year to send them to get a private education. And I would like to think that they would probably be disappointed if they were actually witnessing that.
0: I would like to think that too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm not getting that feeling though uh, with that particular kid, but certainly, uh, you know, for the appearances of things, I think they would be. Uh, but, But luckily there are a great many people who do send their kids to that who would be appalled. Uh, You know, and there is more and more people who start thinking more consciously of that. You know, there was a time when, for example, um, intellectually disabled or uh, people with uh, physical uh, disabilities disabilities. were not actually out in public at all. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I remember being on a bus many years ago, I think I might have been a teenager at the time, and there was this woman on the bus and she had a shaved head and she had great big eyes. Uh, And she sat, she stood on the bus holding the uh, pole and she was going to work Mm -hmm. and then she was going home Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, a place of uh, where where they were living together. uh, And she stood on the bus Mm -hmm. for the whole time. The time was just out. And People were laughing and giggling, and I, I just said, look, what's your problem? Mm. Uh, but back then, there were, you didn't get exposed to much of that no. at all, no. and so it's that, it's the other. And we have to watch how we deal with the other in society, mm. because that's where we dehumanize. And when we dehumanize, we forget that authenticity. Yes. And part of ascension is humanizing people. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying, hey, I really, I'm going to see this from where you're at. Yeah uh as well not just from where i'm at uh and checking our privilege at the door
1: yeah to me particularly with these students on the train it was about highlighting that sometimes the best educational in the world doesn't actually buy you knowledge and it doesn't give you it doesn't take you away from being ignorant because the behavior that this young kid was showing it was ignorance that idea that he didn't understand But he thought, well, I'm going to a private school and I'm it.
0: Yeah, but there's also that thing of what we relate to. Oh, yeah. And so he had trouble relating. And so, like, even um, my work as a psychic all this time, I will still get people who uh, ridicule or fear me Mm. uh, because they don't understand. Comment. And so he didn't understand this other guy. No. And so he's gone the ridicule angle yes. because other people will see someone in that condition and go, oh, we better stay away from them, they mm. could be dangerous mm. uh, because they're fearing. So it's mm. fear, ignorance. Uh, so, you know, the more we can sort of go, hang on, this is a human being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're going through their journey. Yes. And um, okay, I can see that they might be, you know, mm. on something or whatever, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm okay. Yeah.
1: To me, when I saw, actually, that Winchita with Oxford University, yep. it was immediately what I thought was the gentleman was suffering for whatever yep. he was suffering through. But the soul was saying, you are much more than this. Oh, yeah. And if you really get yourself back together, you could be at Oxford University. I because there's nothing, be. There's nothing stopping you. Yep. And that was the message of that Winchita Awards. It was dirty and all of that, but the message was so loud and clear.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, unfortunately, the soul made him pick up that winchita to give him the message, but he was not in a mental space to, yeah. to read it. Yeah. Yes?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and to me, it was a beautiful message that I thought, oh my goodness. Uh,
0: but maybe also in that situation, he was a teacher.
1: <laughs> but have a look. Yeah. The, 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 he the, was a the teacher. The classroom happened in about... In
0: the t- Train. One minute. Yep. That's right. Because some of the most important things we learn in life are not in the school. They're sometimes on the train. Yeah. Uh, with some guy sitting next to you and you've taken the photos and he's going, hey there. Uh, you know, and you've got the Oxford school teacher over there that's slumped in the corner. Mm. Uh, and, you know, here it is. Here's the lesson.
1: Yeah. And it was a brilliant lesson that I know that these three young boys will always remember. They um, may not acknowledge to one another.
0: And, and you know, did this guy in the Oxford school jumper, uh, on some level, get drawn into that train for that to happen? Correct. Right. You know?
1: Just to bring the lesson in.
0: Yeah. Who's the ascended master? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember years ago, I was, yeah, walking around Melbourne, and um, there was this dear old lady dressed in black, mm-hmm. and... Asking for some help and a coin or whatever it was and she was going from person to person I could see her coming up the street. I was going down Russell Street and and Everybody was all like No, 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 and I remember my late grandmother used to say Raul always Give to somebody that it resonates with you. Yeah. but sometimes Give to somebody that is doing something about it, but if there's somebody old Uh, Be kind. Yes, because you never know what's gonna happen to you when you're old and I remember that and She was gonna walk past me because she thought you're one more that is gonna say no to me and I said, excuse me Can I just Give you this and I gave her a couple of dollars and she said to me She grabbed my hands and said thank you. You're gonna have a long life and you're gonna be so so happy and she kept on walking, and I'm getting the goosebumps. Yep. Because as I turned around to look again, she wasn't there anymore. Of course not. She was not there anymore. And I just thought, thank you. Go yep, it.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. Talk
1: about the lesson. Hello. And talk about reminding me. My grandma saying, be kind to elderly people. Oh, because yes. you never know. You
0: never know who they are either.
1: And there she was. Tiny, little, black And people were scared of her. And to (laughs) me, it was sort of like, oh no, I'm just going to give you a hand. You're asking for a little coin, and I'm going to give you a little coin.
0: Yes, no, she's Kronos. (laughs) Kronos embodied in a person. Bit like Hecate, too, actually.
1: Yeah, Kronos time.
0: That's right. The right time. That's right.
1: And it was incredible because it took me two seconds to turn around. Yep. Gone.
0: No, when
1: they've got a message, they do that. But it was, it could have been like I always say that you don't pay attention, and she could have walked past oh, because yes. she wasn't going to approach me. She approached everybody else, mm. and she was. Con- and I said, "No, excuse me." Never forgotten. Mm. An amazing message, an amazing lesson. Mm. But also, I see somewhere people that they are on the streets. And there's just purely collecting money. Yep. Yep. And you can see those as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And you can let them go. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It's about discernment, isn't it? Yes. And that's not a judgment so much as an assessment. Um, And, you know, we could look up the thesaurus and probably put them in the same category, but, Mm. um, you know, you're assessing what feels right to you. And that's okay. Mm.
1: The issue is... And I hold that dear to my heart. Always help somebody that they're willing to help themselves. Yeah. You may be driving and you stop at the traffic lights and somebody's juggling. Yeah. Or somebody's cleaning your windscreen. And I was with a friend. And I could see this man as well, perhaps disheveled, but he was cleaning windscreen. And I said to my friend Laura, and I said, here, give it give to two dollars. Yeah. But tell him not to touch your windscreen because it's clean.
0: Yeah.
1: Just... Say thank you for doing what you're doing. You are not just asking for a handout. You're doing something about it mm. And that to me is quite important that you are Money is a source of energy and what goes around comes around right. When you're truly begging just for the sake of begging You're not giving something in return.
0: Yeah. Yes mm.
1: And that dear old lady she wasn't begging. She was trying to give a message in return that people were not willing or ready to listen.
0: Yeah.
1: And when I stopped and I listened, she gave it to me. Mm. Mm. So on that note, we are coming to an end of another beautiful and conversation with my dear friend Jacqueline Closmore. And I would like to take this opportunity not only to thank you, Jacqueline, for participating once again. Thank you. And to also thank our dear sponsors, uh, Lightworker Foundation and White Light Publishing House for making this show a reality for the two of us and for all of you out there that will watch later on on replay. Until we see you next time, as I always say, remember, believe in angels because they do believe in you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank, thank you, you Rob
1: Bye for now.